This is the Think Courageously podcast. I'm your host, Deb Cummins-Stilato, and I'm here to challenge successful women like you to find the courage to make pivots so that you can ignite your life and expand your limited thinking about change. I'm a certified life and leadership coach, and I'm excited to share my stories and insights into igniting energy from within. When I was a kid, I had a poster on my wall with a quote from Helen Keller, life is either a daring adventure or nothing at all. Are you ready for a daring adventure? Are you looking for the best version of yourself? If so, you're in the right place. Let's embrace the adventure of sparking potential together. Well, hello, and welcome to the Think Courageously podcast. I'm your host, Deb Cummins-Stilato, and it's kind of a different day uh, for recording for me. This is a solo show, and um, I, for those of you who don't know this, I live in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, the Christmas city, and we just had a massive snowstorm, and the world is so quiet. It's so beautiful outside. And so I decided I would wake up early and do my podcast for today. It's the last podcast of 2020, which means it's the last podcast of the first year of my show, which is, I have to say, it's something that I'm so incredibly proud about um, and of. And What I wanted to share with all of you was just a little glimpse into the journey of interviewing these truly remarkable women that I spent spent the last year with learning about, listening to, and getting inspired by. So what I'm going to do today is share some of the lessons I've learned through my guests this year. Um... And it was an interesting process. I actually have everybody fill out an information sheet and then I print that out before the show. And so I had a huge file of show notes and information that I went through. So I'm also going to be really honest that I didn't do the deep dive that I still really, really want to do. Uh, And as I did this work, it occurred to me in so many ways that there's such a bigger, greater story to tell about women thinking courageously. I'm just putting this out there, but my goal for this year is to uh, do a TED Talk and to talk about thinking courageously. So I think this might form the part of that. Um, I'm thinking about doing a webinar in the new year around this topic uh, for women to come to. And certainly much of what I have learned this year will be shared in the programs that I provide to my students, my paid programs, uh, my Pivot Project, uh, something called the Think Courageously Academy that I'm going to be launching a little bit later this year. But in all the work that I do, um, the voices of the women that I've interviewed will play an intimate part in that particular conversation. So what I did to get this project going was to create the list, right? The list of what I've learned from interviewing remarkable women in a remarkable year. 
So, and obviously, let's just say that when I did this project last night, it gave me a good cry, a good honest cry. And it also gave me this desire, like if I could put all of these women in one room, (gasps) take my breath away. So maybe that is something we'll uh, look at doing in the future when we have a world that's a little bit more predictable. So let's go and uh, let's jump into this. So, and again, some of these I'm going to just go quickly over and some of them I'm going to spend a little bit more time on. I also want to remind you that when anybody comes on the show, I ask them to fill out a sheet that asks them to look at what courage, success, and pivots mean to them. So, uh, one of the first lessons that I learned is that pivots come in all shapes and sizes. And I've also learned that through the work that I've done with my pivot project this year, uh, that people want to make change, but change looks different in the eyes of different people. And so there's a whole continuum of pivots that can happen. There can be small pivots, you know, small pivot in a way like, yeah, I'm going to join a new nonprofit organization or... I'm going to volunteer to do something I haven't done before, try something I haven't done, or maybe even take the take the jump and ask Deb if I can be on her show. So there are those smaller pivots, and then there are the massive pivots, the pivots that we have to make because we might have forced been forced into a situation. We might have had a spouse that left us. We might have lost a member of our family. Uh, We might have lost a job. So when we talk about pivots. Uh, the realm of pivots is really enormous, huge. And they do come in all shapes and sizes. Um, another great takeaway is that sometimes require, sometimes courage requires us to have the strength to build the bridge while we're crossing over it. I love this one because I think that this has been something that also ties to another one of these, which is... Um, trusting our intuition and almost every guest spoke during her show about the way she had used intuition in a particular situation to really lean into whatever pivot she had to make and many women said you know they didn't have the end game when they started they actually weren't really sure how things might end up, but they started with one step at a time and they built the bridge while they were going over it. Uh, Another thing that I noticed about these women is that they had a clear vision. They had a clear vision and they were secure about their values and they had done a lot of the inner work. I think that's one of the most tangible threads of everything that I learned through this, which is that, um, you know, change requires support. It becomes really hard to make a pivot. um, And let's say somewhere from the middle of the pivot continuum to a huge pivot without the support of other people. So sometimes we have to have the courage to just start to build the bridge, um, start to line up our resources and who's around us, and then lean into what the courageous uh, choice might look like. And somewhat along the same lines is that almost every single one of my guests talked about the power of alignment. 
And alignment comes from self-awareness, which comes from understanding your values, which comes from being able to articulate your vision. So um, in almost every case, women talked about this feeling, this feeling or the, the truth about why there was a lack of alignment in the life that they have and the life that they want to have. So that's the gap, right? So there's something, I know that there's something over there. I'm standing over here. There might be the Grand Canyon in between us. Um, but I got to get over to the other side so that I can articulate those, you know, visions and values and get back to a place of feeling in alignment. Um, I think, again, another huge takeaway, huge takeaway, and I would really like to figure out a way to gain more information on this, but the whole piece of intuition is really interesting to me because we didn't just have people that were coaches or creatives on the show. We had people who had other kinds of jobs, attorneys, marketers, PR people, uh, people who are in the sciences, a real variety of women that were on the show. And even in my coaching work, I find that intuition is a very interesting topic to explore because as women, we hone into that intuition differently. So I heard a lot of stories about intuition doing this show. And I really want to pursue this particular question a little bit more. You can absolutely help me. I'd love to hear your story around intuition. And so a lot of these questions are going to end up showing up in the Think Courageously Facebook community, which I'd love you to join because as I gather all this data, your opinion, your stories, and your point of view is really important. So let me look down my list and let's look at another one. Um, Another really big one is around raising your hand, like choosing to take action. And moving off that place of uncertainty. And this one came up a a real significant amount of time um, for for the guests. And, you know, the issue was how do I raise my hand? How do I ask for that leadership role? How do I inquire about resources or about making the change but really the only way I'm going to get to the other side is by taking some action and and moving forward my mom had always had a great saying that's been very true for me which is you always have to go through it to get to the other side right you can't go around it can't go under it can't go on top of it you have to go through it and to me that's a really powerful definition of action All right, so here's another one. Let yourself imagine the worst that can happen. And this is um, something, a tool that I often use in my coaching practice with women and men who are thinking about making a pivot. It is really important to get to a place where you're thinking like, what is the worst that can happen? And sometimes the worst, knowing what the worst that can happen is, gives you the information you need to 
find the courage to go back and do some of the other work that we talked about, taking action, getting support, making a different plan for how you're going to, you know, have more money in your life or how you're going to change that job. But really, really playing with the concept of what is the worst that could happen here. And uh, so many of these women thought that out um, at some space, at some place in their pivot. And it takes, it requires us to, you know, lean into our imagination and also lean into our biggest fears because I think this exercise is so much around uh, fear of failure and fear of success. Um, Another great takeaway is women who have demonstrated and who have thought courageously really want to pay it forward for other women. So that's one of the things that I really love about all of these women that uh, were on the show, they're all doing so many cool things in terms of inspiring other people and sharing their stories and being vulnerable. And maybe they're taking on the role of a mentor at work or uh, writing a book or doing their own podcast or maybe they're, um, you know, forming a small Facebook community uh, around a topic that they feel strongly about. But they're really very much in a space where they want to pay what they've learned forward about this concept of courage and success and pivots. I I think the other side of that is that these women are incredibly grateful. And the word gratitude came up many, many times during these interviews that people were grateful. They were grateful uh, to the people that were surrounding them. Uh, sometimes the surprising people that were surrounding them around uh, supporting them during a pivot or helping them to redefine success. And so, uh, as you all know, gratitude is a big driver for me. Um, And I know much of this work, the podcast, and some of the programs that I offer uh, for my community are uh, in the space of gratitude for what came before me, right? We all stand on the shoulders of other women who have done remarkable things. Um, Here's another one. Uh, you have to do the work on you first. You have to do the work on you first. And I can't really underscore this enough or speak more powerfully than I can about this. You know, even my own journey has been filled with that uh, process of getting the support that I needed. And that support... uh, came from my grief counselor, Wendy uh, Littner, and my coaches, April and Alexandra, and the groups that I'm part of. Um, And I had to do a lot of really hard work. Like this podcast, the idea of this podcast when it started a year ago was really scary. And I had to do a lot of the inner work uh, to bring you the show that I wanted to bring you. Um, and before I could do that, I had to peel back the layers of my own onion and, uh, make a commitment to showing up authentically, uh, and courageously and to be brave, uh, as the host of this show. Sometimes, sometimes sitting in a space with somebody who has gone through something requires a level of courage that I really didn't know about before I started this show and which is why I'm so glad I did the work on myself you know the the part of me that would have 
felt bad. I would have felt badly about somebody sharing that story because I wanted them to just have a happy experience on this show. And so I think really giving people the space to listen, for me to listen and ask really good questions and to um, be in that sacred space has taken a lot of work for me. So you have to figure out what do you need to do to have a passion project or live the life that takes you to the place where you feel your greatest sense of joy, which for me is right here. Um, another one is, you know, as you go through this process of looking at courage and success and pivots, it's important for you to consider who makes the rules in your life. And that was a big one for me. I think it was a huge one for so many of the women on this show. And it ties really well to um, a question that somebody had posed um, around this, you know, listener's choice. And the question was from Rebecca, and it was about what have I found to be the common challenges for women who are making pivots? Well, I, I think that one of the most common challenges is that we're trying to define who makes the rules. And so, you know, when we step into our brave, as Brene would say, we do need to think about who is in the arena with us. You know, who's who do we really care about in terms of their opinion of these these challenges that we face as we get ready to make a pivot or redefine success? Um, and who's making the rules of how we're defining those words, right? So many of us, the work that we have to do is to ask ourselves those questions. Those questions, you know, who is making this rule that's holding me back from making this choice or getting in the way of me working with somebody or, you know, literally getting in the way of me hiring uh, a coach to work with to get to the bottom of this so that I can really get that self-knowledge that it takes to do the kind of pivots that I want to make in my life. Um, the concept of hope multiplied is also one that I love through uh, listening to all of these show that shows these years. And you know, it's funny, my word had been hope for a really long time before I got to courage. Um, and I thought about that last night when I was reading everything and I realized like I just I just am in love with the word hope and it's so tied to courage my definition of courage which is around you know facing multiple challenges um, but always believing always having hope always knowing that there's something in front of me that could be better and that was that was reiterated in this show so many times that there is always, once you consider the worst that can happen, there's always a place to go of possibility. Um, and that is really amazing. And finally, um, it, this is something that came up this week for me a second time, but also came up early on the show when I interviewed Ellen. And it was this concept of um, how do you eat an elephant? And how we eat an elephant is one bite at a time. That's probably one of the biggest takeaways that I've had in this show and that, you know, courageous women take on 
big, huge, hairy, audacious, scary shit. And the way they do it is they do it by taking one bite at a time. Um, And the last thing I want to say before I kind of wrap it up is that imposter syndrome can show up for women as they look at courage, success, and pivots at any age. I think I used to really associate the imposter syndrome with younger women and people brand new in jobs. But what I learned through this show is that the women that every woman I was in awe of, like I would read their information and I, before I got on the microphone, I'd be like in freaking awe of them. And then what I realized was they were as nervous as I was every time. And so I love that idea that, you know, we need to give each other self-compassion and empathy because we always are fighting that little pigtail girl who's trying to figure out what their place is at the table. So uh, that's my first round of this. Part of my um, next two, two and a half weeks is to do more exploring about this. Um, so... Uh, There will not be a show next week because it'll be Christmas Eve and there will not be a show the following week because it is New Year's, well, we have Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. So you can go back and take a perusal through all the shows that I've done. Um, I'd really also love you to visit my website. And um, if you haven't done so during the holidays, I really would love you to jump into the Think Courageously community. There are a few really cool things happening. Uh, There is a book club that is uh, coming again in January based on Wolfpack by Abby Wambach. There is our festive holiday party that's happening on Monday night. Uh, This show will land tomorrow which is oh my god I hate the fact that I don't know the day of the week anymore but uh, there's still time to register for the holiday party and I'm offering a free challenge starting January 4th called the Mindset Reset and the Mindset Reset is a five-day challenge you can follow along I'll record a Facebook live every day and then I'll ask you to think about a topic a courageous topic or a topic that requires you to reset your mindset And who doesn't need a little good mindset reset for 2021? Um, And finally, I'm going to be making some big announcements about what is going to be happening um, in the first half of next year in terms of opportunities for you to jump into some courses and some programs and some VIP coaching. So I hope that you will, um, as I will be doing, take a little time Take a little time the next couple weeks to think about for yourself, what does it mean, what does it mean to think courageously, to redefine success, and to consider what kind of pivots you need to make in your life so that you can have the most incredible life ever. Thank you to each and every one of you for making this first season of The Pivot Project. What? What am I saying? All of you for making this season of Think Courageously so incredibly special. The greatest gift that I got this year was the incredible gift of friendship. Um, I have stayed in touch with every single woman who has been on this show, and my life will forever be changed. And so... 
Thank you for giving me the gift of your love and your friendship. Uh, Those of you who are my listeners, thank you for always showing up and coming in with a place of curiosity and so much more to look forward to in 2021. And as always, my friends, consider what it means always to think courageously, 